Hey, this week on Jesus, Sex, and Politics, Nathan and I broadcast live from the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. If you don't know what Lincoln Day Dinners are, every county in Indiana holds a Lincoln Day Dinner, which brings in all the Republican movers and shakers together within that county to talk about what's going on, where we're headed as a party, and what you can do to get engaged. So whether you're a Republican or not, or a conservative or not, Uh, You'll hear some great interviews with a lot of different people doing a lot of things within our state government. Stay tuned. You won't want to miss it. Here we go. Welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things that culture doesn't want to talk about. That'll scare you. Hey, Paul Hevesy, how well, are you? Well, well. Hey, my friend. Hey, guys. It's good, good to have you back. It's good to be here. I was just walking by, and you're like, hey, step in front of this microphone. And I said... Ain't never been a microphone I didn't like to step in front of, so what's up? We are live at the Hamilton County Republican Party Lincoln Day Dinner, and we're just getting started here. The lobby's a little... Everyone's down at the VIP section, so we're we're not in the VIP section, obviously, right right now. I think we're we're VIPs. In in my book, you're a VIP, Paul. And in in mine as well. (laughs) No, so Paul, hey, tell us a little bit about kind of your involvement in the political realm over the last couple years. Because you yeah. were kind of one of those guys that were like, ah, I love the Lord, I'm a believer, but I'm yep. not really very political. And now you're really, you've done some pretty amazing things in the last year and a half. Well, I don't know about amazing, but I've got involved, to your point, Micah, because I, as we've talked about, I looked around and I was just living my life and raising my family and building a career. And next thing I know, I was being told I couldn't do things that I should have been able to be doing and all this nonsense that's gone over the last few years. And I just decided, hey, I'm going to stop complaining about it. And I'm just going to start getting involved. So how do you do it? That was always the question. You and I, Mike, had talked a lot about it. So I just started. So I just started showing up to things, showing up to events, talking to people. Uh, had a, had a, uh, I ran for Republican County uh, what was it, even the name of it? Republican County. The county, the county, Republican Party chairman. Chairman, thank you. Sorry, Mario <laughs> Masolanami. It's so important I forgot the title. Anyway. Which is funny because tonight here you will be actually, um, you will be emceeing the yes. Republican Party for yes. the chairman. For the chairman, exactly. So that was actually my, my plan all along. I'm going to run for chairman. I'm going to lose. Just to get some face time. In a landslide. Then hopefully maybe I'll become the MC. You didn't lose in a landslide. You actually, nobody knew who you were. This was a great story, Nathan. Nobody knew this guy from Adam in the party. He almost won. He, he got 40% of the vote. Yeah. And, I mean, that's huge. It, it, it was a nine-day sprint yep. campaign. Yeah. It was Had awesome. Had a lot of help. Okay, Had so a lot it, was of help. Not, it was 40%. So they, you went from off the radar at all to showing 40%. In nine days. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that wasn't me. That was a bunch. Of, I had a bunch of people like Micah and a whole team that came around that was looking for change. Now, it didn't necessarily happen in that. But Which year was this? Uh, this was 2021. Right? Yes. It was March of 2021. Yeah, March of 2021. Yeah. And so when I talk about stepping into uh, volunteering and getting involved that I don't recommend that, you know, don't, don't run for chairman as your first step into <laughs> getting involved. 
But you go know what? Or go home. Exactly. But what it did, thanks to Micah and a bunch of people that helped me, it just got me connected. Yeah. And so then you, you know, you get connected, and from that, I got connected to an organization called Fishers One that Diane yep. Eaton started. I wouldn't have been involved with that if I didn't step out and make a run for chairman because it put my name out there. And then from that, we spent a lot of time with that group building a you know momentum specifically around school board. And last fall, fall of 2022, we flipped four seats. We went four for four Amazing. in the Hamilton County was, uh, HSC school board races. Four for four. And, and HSC was probably ground zero in the state of Indiana Indeed. for wokeism in the schools. Indeed. And you yeah. guys single-handedly put a stop to that real quick. So. Well, and we talked about landslide. So it was a landslide. It was almost when you, when you add up all the votes – across all four candidates for all of those, it was uh, almost 60% of the vote in Fishers for our four candidates. Wow, oh, that's awesome. So wow. once you start getting involved and you start meeting people and starting to get connected, yeah, you got to put yourself out there. But once you start doing that, it gives you all kinds of opportunities. And tonight I'm honored for the second year in a row to be the MC of the Hamilton County Republican Lincoln Day Dinner. And this is a record. I just found out tonight, 750 People registered for the Lincoln Day dinner, a new Indiana State record. That's amazing. You know what? It was packed last year. And it you, was. You, you were the MC last year. Indeed. You did an awesome job. Yeah. yeah. So th- oh, it was close to like 700, wasn't it, last it, year? It was. Something I think like it was six, something. Four, yeah. Six, six, 650. Yeah, in that 650 range. Which so. last year I think it was the largest in the state over the year. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you said we're, we're setting a record for Hamilton. In, yeah. in Indiana. In Indiana. Yeah, that's now, my understanding. Awesome. Now, Ray Adler, uh, Ray Adler was actually one of uh, the guys that I was talking to about this a couple of days ago. He's in real involved in the Republican Party. He said this is the largest Lincoln Day in the in the country. Oh wow! So well, well, well. I don't I don't know if that I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, I mean, he is he is a lawyer. I, I mean, we take it with a grain of salt. He also <laughs> says half of everything I'm telling you is not true. I'm just not sure which half. That's right. He yeah. does say that. That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's a big deal. It's, tonight, there's a lot of momentum. You know, Jim Jordan's here, and so, and I'll be excited to hear a, a lot about what he's doing related to, you know, government overreach and figuring out what's going on there. I may or may not have a joke or two from the stage related to the if there is someone in your DMs or in your text messages uh, encouraging you to take up arms and storm something. It's a Fed, okay? <laughs> just don't do it. Just, just delete that person because you know it's a Fed. We've learned over the last few years that's a Fed, okay? Come on, we can play a game. Like you should have a game up on the screen, Fed or not or no Fed, right? Like, yes. yeah, yeah. Indeed. Someone calling you to go on a random uh, dinner date, Fed or no Fed? Yeah, right? perfect. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. So that's funny. Well, yeah. Paul, it's uh, you're you're doing great work, man, and and keep it up. And it's just fun to watch God use you and. And you're being a voice of truth, and that's that's awesome. That's what everybody needs to do. So, well, in the last time that Paul was on, we were talking about his book. Can you give us an update on where you are right now and writing the next book? Yes, yes. So, Operation Redemption. You can find it on Amazon or anywhere. They haven't kicked you off yet. Sold. You haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> no, I haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> Um, so yeah, thank you for asking. I love that. That's a great. That's been a great journey for me. And uh, second book is underway. So if you've read Operation Redemption, be on the lookout. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Probably not even later this year. But at some point, soon, <laughs> Operation Emmanuel is Ooh. on his way. Is that so, going to be? Is that a Christmas book? It, it well, if you read the first one, you know the first one ends in an epic battle over a cattle pen 
on Christmas. So this one takes it, you know, this one moves it forward. But the first one was a little bit of a cloak and dagger story. You know, Lucifer wasn't, you know, he, Lucifer didn't figure out what was going on till late, late in the book. This one now, Operation Emmanuel, he knows exactly what's going on, right? That's amazing. There's no mystery. So now it's an all-out attack. So they're like, they're coming hardcore to stop. All-out attack to what stop. What God's doing. The king of the universe. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Anyway, so I appreciate you guys asking. Yeah, Thank man. you. Okay, well, hey, you were, there's going to be many more guests tonight, so stay tuned. It's going to be a fun evening. Paul, keep it up. Thanks, you guys. This is Nathan from Jesus, Sex, and Politics, and I'm talking to all of those of you who have a friend that you know is offended about everything. Listen, help them to come out of the bondage that they're in. Like us, share us, or subscribe, Jesus, Sex, and Politics, because when you do, you might help free somebody from the terrible, terrible tyranny of the mind. Back here at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. Uh, this is the largest Lincoln Day Dinner in the state of Indiana, and I think one on record, Nathan, but we're honored to have at the podcast booth right now with us Emily Pearson. She is the leader and director of the North Hamilton County Republican Club. So, Emily, thanks for jumping on the podcast with us. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Micah. Thank you. Just wanted to let everyone know that on April the 27th, we're going to have a meeting of the Northern Hamilton County Republican Party, and it's going to be at 6 o'clock at Redbridge Park in Cicero, and we would love for folks to come out. Okay, wonderful. So what, what is, uh, what's the purpose of the Hamilton County North Republican Club? What's kind of your goal over 2023? Well, it's educating people on the candidates and the office holders, building a relationship with office holders, and it's uniting Atlanta, Arcadia, Cicero, and Sheridan in a common cause because we have different needs and wants than Nobisville, Fishers, Carmel. Good. Yeah. And personally, now I'll just tell you this, Nathan, I, I, have a, I have a little bit softer heart for the northern part of the county. I mean, it's just like good people, right? You know, it's a farm country, garden country, uh, kind of. So I like, I like what you're doing up there, and you gotta, you got to keep it up. How so. long have you been in leadership in that capacity? We started the club last year. Oh, awesome. So, so if people come and get involved, they're, they're kind of jumping right in at the beginning. They are. And it's an education process for everyone because we feel like the precinct committeemen, the vice committeemen, people on the town board, all the elected leaders need to work together, and they can't do it unless they educate themselves on the issues. That's right. What do you That's think right. is one of the major reasons that, that people feel like, I don't know if I want to jump in? What do, what do you think the average new person coming in, get involved in the party's feeling? I think sometimes people are just shy, and they're afraid that they won't seem intelligent in the questions they're asking. But the questions that they're asking, chances are good there are 10 people out there with the same questions that are afraid to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know you're looking for new blood and, and to make sure every seat is, is filled in that, you know, just in the influence so that you guys get maximum, maximum capacity out of, out of your group. So that's fantastic. Thanks for being a part of this today. Well, thank you so much. It's an honor and a yeah. pleasure. Yeah. And Emily, if people want to find out more, where should they go? 
they can email me at emily, E-M-I-L-Y, dot Pearson, P-E-A-R-S-O-N, 317, gmail.com. And our meeting cost is free for members, and membership is $30 a year. That's pretty good, $30 a year. It is. That's, That's really good, yeah. Well, the way we can keep it low cost is people like you, Micah, have sponsored us, and that helps drive down the cost of the meals. So if you're not a member, it's $20 a meeting. That's and awesome. Dinners included. And you find out we usually have speakers, commissioners, and council people. We have candidates introduce themselves. So it's That's a good. fun evening. It is. The last one we just had Mark, we had the two Marks, Mark Herbrandt, uh, who's okay. a commissioner, and we had Mark um, um, Hall, oh. who is on the county council. Oh, and they yeah. kind of, they both gave an update on what's going on in That's the awesome. county. And yeah, it was great. So. Yeah. Very enlightening. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Emily. Thanks for joining us on Jesus, Sex, and Politics, and uh, keep it up. Thank you, Micah. Yeah. All right. We've got a special guest, Tomas Lopez. And I'm not even going to try the last part of his last name, So, but I just know you as Tomas. Thanks for joining <laughs> us on the podcast today, Tomas. My pleasure. So, Tomas, you're here at the Republican Party Lincoln Day here in Hamilton County. Tell us about how you got involved, why you got involved, and what you're doing as a... Just a, a fighter for liberty. You came from the bluest of all states, being New York, and now here you are in Red Heartland. Well, I was a closet conservative in New York, a college professor. That's insane. You guys exist. You're like the unicorn. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you feel like a, like a Christian in the Roman Empire. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, how how have you how have you liked being here in Central Indiana? Uh, never been happier. Oh, praise That's the Lord! Awesome. That's awesome. Praise the Lord! Yeah, yes. yeah. So, are, uh, what are you doing in the Republican Party? What are some of the things that you're kind of, you know, you're, you yourself are finding that you know you're you're getting involved in? Well, uh, in New York, I used to uh, meet with other conservatives, most of them Republicans. And I used, I went to events and uh, with uh, sometimes with the uh, with the staff of President Trump, we we lived across the park from each other. <laughs> you li- you lived in the same the same place President Trump lived, across the park. That's awesome. If I crossed the park, I was over at the Trump Tower. Wow, cool. Yes. So so uh, what you kept your you kept your conservative viewpoints kind of under wraps a little bit out there. Do you feel like you have to do that here in uh, in Indiana? Um, in Carmel, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds about right. Oh, that sounds about right. So, uh, yeah, well, that's uh, that's awesome, Tomas. We're, I'm just over the moon that you're, God's led you here and that you're doing, you know, amazing things here in Hamilton County and yeah. And uh, you know, if you want to be like Tomas, you got to get involved and you know, come out of your, uh, come out from hiding and be a voice of truth. So, and Tomas, what would you like to sink your teeth into? And if you if you had your your dithers, what would you want to try and really invest in? Okay, um, I would like to learn more about local politics. Uh, for the moment, I decided to. I don't want to run for anything. But I would like to help people who are running, mm-hmm. and for the moment, I'm helping a little bit of candidate for city council. Oh, that's awesome! Who, who's Nick. that? Nick. Nick Gamillion. Yeah. Running for Noblesville City Council. Correct. 
Yeah. So I had uh, I had a fundraiser at my place. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was very nice. Even the, ch- the sheriff went and everything. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. That was, that was great. But to me, that's a big thing. So you can be like Tomas. You can get involved and you can stand for liberty and, and fight the good fight. So keep it up, Tomas. And be quiet about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, you have a good rest of your evening here, all right? Thank you so much. Great to see you. Hey, this is Micah from Jesus, Sex, and Politics. Hey, if you're in the Indianapolis area and you're looking for a good church to get plugged into, check out Life Church. We've got four campuses around the Indy area in Noblesville, Eagle Creek, Fishers, and Pendleton. And we're a church that believes in preaching the Word of God and not apologizing for it. Under Pastor Nathan's leadership as the lead pastor, we are making great strides in our community and in our culture to take you back to what the Word of God says about what is true and what is not. If you're not in the Indianapolis area, jump on our website at lifechurchin.com and follow us on our online campus. So no matter where you are in the world, you can be a part of what God is doing at Life Church. But hey, we'd love to see you in person or online. Again, that's lifechurchin.com. Check us out and you'll be amazed and blessed at how the Lord reveals himself to you through his word. All right. Hey, we're back here at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. The largest in here. It is the largest Lincoln Day in the state of Indiana. And we got a guest now uh, with us, Nathan, a good guy. His name is Tom Chevlot. Nice to nice to have you here, Tom. Thanks. uh, We've go we go back a little ways. You know, when I was running for Congress and Hey, tell us what you're doing now. Tell us all the things that, you know, people want to, that should know about how you're uh, standing for life. Yeah, sure. So, um, first off, I'm a Lawrence City Council person, and I'm in my last year. I'm not running again, so I'm, I'm done. Okay. Um, and you're in kind of the of a blue. Lawrence is oh, a little... It's, it's, it's turning the wrong color, Yeah, man. Friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's turning the wrong color, but you know what? I'm, we're going to... The, the person that is running in my seat, she's solid, conservative. Okay. So, good, good. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, so Life Centers, yep. uh, with the legislation that passed last year, uh, really impacted what we do. Uh, for those who don't know, Life Centers, uh, we have six pregnancy centers across uh, the greater Indianapolis area. We have one here in Noblesville, and we have one in Lebanon. Uh, last year, we served over 6,000 women and their children. Amazing. Yeah, uh, we provide everything from maternity support, whether that be diapers, wipes, formula, uh, ultrasounds, pregnancy tests. We're also a big referral source for them. So when she comes in and she's needing other help or other services, we're kind of a conduit to be able to point her to places that are going to take care of her that are also aligned with what we do. So we're not going to send her to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. We're going to send her to places that are really help her. Amazing. Yeah. That's so, good. And then um, I was just telling... Uh, one of our volunteers that's at the table there that our Noblesville Center we opened four years ago we've outgrown it so we're doubling in size it's right off of 32 right across from Northview or a, a Riverview Hospital yeah that's awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah that's great strip center there yep. so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna open that up here in about four or five months now is that the one that uh, Denise and Sharon yes. work at so they they both go to Life Church oh, yeah. and we've, yeah. we've we've helped support that that's like right. we've been supporting they were part yeah. of our Christmas miracle yeah. gift yeah. that's that right thank you yeah December. I forgot yeah. that yeah. so we love you guys and we're we're, we're rooting it. for you and thank yeah, you so yeah, Tom, Tom do you have that. any insight into this this whole thing going on with uh, with the abortion pill? It's all been in the news here in the last yeah. couple of days. Uh, Weigh in. Seven, 60, 
plus percent of abortions now are done chemically. Uh-huh. So they're moving away from surgical. Uh, the sad part is, is that these pills are being marketed online uh, without a doctor's prescription. And so uh, we're dealing with situations now where um, a client will call and say, hey, I just got these pills. I have no idea what to do with them. I don't know which ones to take. So our work becomes harder because we're now having to walk her through, slow down, don't take these pills yet. You don't know what you're taking. You don't know what it's going to do to your body because essentially what a, a, a medical, I'm sorry, what a, uh, these pills do is they induce a miscarriage. Okay. It's a high dose of estrogen, um, but these pills are being sold and marketed on eBay. Any, and it any, rips up the lining of the uterus, yep. right? And so then, yep. they're, they're, and it's not just a normal period thing. This is gonna, this is going to be That's like right. an intense bleeding. That's right. Is there is there That's a big right. fallout that happens if a young lady would take this towards future pregnancies? It could damage, yeah. It could damage the uterine wall. Um, it, yeah, it, I mean, essentially what you're doing is you're inducing a miscarriage that biologically your body is not prone to, to do that. And so this, this, these pills are forcing a miscarriage. And what they're not telling these girls is what to expect. And so what's happening is that they're taking this, they take one pill, they take the next pill the next day, and then they're coming to us saying, I need an ultrasound to see whether or not it works. Well, we don't, we're not going to do that. But what they don't tell her is you're going to have massive cramps. You're going to have massive bleeding. Mm. And essentially, you're going to expel your baby. Yeah. You're going to ex- yeah. expel your baby yeah. over a, a, a yeah. toilet. And, wow. And, and they're not ready to hear that because they just think, oh, I just take a pill. It's going to go away. No. So the, the damage that it's going to do to these women and their internal organs mm. is severe. Wow. So we're, we're on a big campaign now to try to do a lot of education and try to make sure that we are doing what we can for our clients to make sure they're fully informed um, about what, what they are planning to do. So as it stands right now, if the average listener does not ha- hasn't been following this issue with where this is in the courts, yeah. can you give, can you give a, an update? So, you mean as far as Indiana's law? Well, I know that they're, I mean, I heard that AOC is talking about that if something Oh, so the Texas, the Texas oh, court, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I, think yeah. a, I think a Washington court kind of blocked the Texas court, so yeah. it's, it's all this craziness, yeah. Well, I think, I think what, they're, what they're trying to do, I, I don't follow it as much as maybe I should because mm-hmm. I'm focused on trying on to Indiana. take care of care, sure. and, yeah. yep. um, is they're trying to get the FDA to stop this because... A lot of these medicines and these pills have not really been vetted. And now that they're being sold online and on eBay and this and that, it, it's, just, it's just ripe for a lot of mischief. I'll give you a, 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 just a perfect example of, of how this uh, correlates. We're seeing and hearing in the news about the fentanyl problem. Yeah, It's on everything. And so what they're doing is they're putting this fentanyl in all these pills. They're putting it in marijuana. They're putting it in everything. Well. These medicines that they're prescribing these girls or they're selling through mail order, you have no idea what's in them. They may not be federally controlled or, or under the FDA. And so I think what people are trying to do is let's, let's slow this down a minute and let's make sure that we know what we're doing so we're not harming these girls. Because what's happening is that some of these pills are taken are doing more damage than just expelling the baby. Oh, yeah. 
and Tom, they're, tell, if, they're telling oh, people sorry. to stockpile. Uh, yep. They're they're telling these yep. girls to stockpile this yep. because if it if it should end up you know changing whether they can they can get a hold of it, make sure you got plenty of this yeah. online. Yep. This is this is just uh, it's, oh, sad. it's yeah. vile. It's, it's sad. vile. Dave, if people want to find out more about uh, Life Centers, where can they go? Yeah, lifecenters.com. Okay. It's plural. That's lifecenters.com. That's awesome. Love it, man. Thank That's you, awesome. brother. Yeah, hey, thank you so, so much, Tom. Keep it up. What you're doing, yep. man. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll man. have plenty more coming back in just a second. Right on. Hey, this is Nathan from Jesus, Sex, and Politics, and I'm talking to all of our younger, Gen Zer listeners. Listen, you are extraordinary because you are actually paying attention and enjoying the fact that. We are being very fun in our offense. So share and subscribe and get the word out about Jesus, sex, and politics because your friends, as, as the good old Maharishi Rush Limbaugh would say, their mind's full of mush. But you don't have to stay that way. We will help craft it into a brilliant, brilliant mind that is congruent with God's word. All right. Hey, and we're back at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. Uh, we've got another guest. Nathan is not here. Oh, there's Nathan. Nathan, um, you're you're dropping the ball here, man. You're off mingling. You should Sorry, be you should was, be working. I saw you mingling, so I <laughs> thought I should do it. So we've got Doug Allman with us. Doug is a Fall Creek Township Board trustee in Fishers. So Doug, tell us what a board of trustees member does for. What is your role? What do you? What would the average voter, the average person, need to know about what you do? So the trustee is like the executive of the township, okay. and and you have a three member board that kind of oversees the trustee as would a city council or a county council that. And so, as executive, um, what I primarily do is oversee. Our, our biggest thing is we do uh, we assist those in need. Uh, in short-term financial need, uh, such as uh, illness in the family that has left them destitute. We try to keep okay. people uh, housed and sheltered, I mean sheltered as well as uh, with food. We have a food pantry there, as well as we do some other things like we maintain uh, seven cemeteries, the uh, older cemeteries, and then we have a uh, park that we're putting in down along Fall Creek. Uh, that's 80 acres of natural natural park. Okay, so you're you're doing a lot of good work. It that, just sounds like just that, good, like serving the community. Serving the community. Yeah, we have community community uh, rentals where people meet and fellowship, and then uh, we also do fire protection for the unincorporated area, which we contract through Fishers. But we we serve as the representative for the unincorporated as well as corporated okay. residents. How does the how does the uh, board of trustees fit under the umbrella of the Fisher's government system? So you've got you've got the city council and you've got the mayor. Where do you guys fall in that? So we're more in line with the county. Okay. Uh, the, the county you have the county council and and the county commissioners, and then under that you have nine townships within Hamilton County. There's nine townships. So like we got Noblesville Township where Noblesville, I'm from. Yes, yeah. you're in Noblesville. Yep. We have Jackson. We have White River, Delaware, Westville, Washington. Uh, Carmel Clay. We, we have nine townships okay. within the county, and uh, we're out here on the uh, southeasternmost uh, area of the county. Okay, awesome. So, if somebody wants to know more about, well, actually, Nathan, you haven't said anything here on this interview. Do you have Do you have any good questions for a uh, trustee? Because uh, you're. I, I actually am learning as we're talking about you know this because even even I don't understand all the levels of government that we have set up sure. here in the county. So you know, just you coming in. Um, I thought I heard that you you said that you're not running again. Is that right? No, I'm not. Why? I, 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 
I'll be, I'll be uh, at that age. I'll oh, be, come uh, on. You're much, you look young and, and spry. And, You're yeah. much younger than Joe Biden. Yeah. And if he can be president, I'm sure you can <laughs> no, you I, know, do trustee. I so. have. <laughs> you know of any airports in the Revolutionary War? That's I, what I, <laughs> I have a granddaughter that was born a year ago Christmas. It, it's, you know, a little over a year old. And uh, I want to spend some time with oh, her. Oh, that's good, man. That's yeah. good. Well, you, And how long have you done this? Because you, you've been at it for I've, a while. I've been seven years as trustee, and okay. I was also six years as a board member. Okay, wonderful. Awesome. And then been involved with Hamilton County politics uh, for a while. That's so. great. Oh, thank you for serving. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I actually started out as kind of the rebel, and, and now became, I guess, even more of the establishment. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, don't, I don't like to think of myself uh, as that. But. Well, listen, man. If you're establishment, I would say establishment wouldn't be all that bad. But, uh, that's funny. But, no, that's great. Well, keep it up, Doug. If people want to know more about the, the Board of Trustees, where can they go? Right. Well, we have, we have a Facebook page, which would be Fall Creek Township Facebook page. We're located there at 116th and uh, Brooks School Road, yep. right next to the fire, fire department. Uh, we actually built that one. There was no fishers there. We started. We were in charge of fire care. Okay. So that's, that's where our office is. And, uh, yeah, cool. look, us, look us up or you can uh, give us a call. Awesome. We're, we're there uh, five days a week. Wonderful, man. All right. Well, thanks, Doug. Great to have you. Yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be right back from the Hamilton County Lincoln Day dinner. We'll see you in a second. If you're in the Hamilton County, Noblesville area, be sure to check out Sunshine Service Incorporated. They service all makes and models of cars, and they are your friends, local community members who specialize in auto repair service. They believe the business of auto repair is that the service is the difference. Their auto technicians in Noblesville use state-of-the-art tools, equipment, and training to keep up with today's most complicated vehicle management systems, from brakes to batteries, filters to fluids, routine, preventative maintenance to complex full vehicle repairs and service. They have you covered. Be sure to call George and his amazing team. I use them. They've been great on my car. I have nothing but good things to say about them and you will too. We guarantee it. You can cancel all the movies. You can cancel all the books. You can cancel talking dirty or about your neighbor's looks. You can cancel all the money and all the bad jokes too. But be careful, my friend. One day they cancel you. All right, hey, we're back at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day. We've got a special guest at the Jesus, Sex, and Politics booth right now, Attorney General of the great state of Indiana, Todd Rakita. Todd, thanks for everything you do, man. How are you? Hey, gentlemen, I'm great. It's great to be here. I was attracted to your Jesus, Sex, and Politics sign. Yeah. It's hard so to go it, past that without doing the, a double take. It's, it's the three greatest <laughs> things to talk about in the world. It is. That's probably, it is. Yeah, that's probably right. Our, our wives actually said that we couldn't name it this. Um, <laughs> And we vetoed we them. We did it anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for bringing uh, the gospel to a whole new generation, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we're, we're adamant about standing up for truth in the, in the world of politics. So um, tell us what, what's going on with uh, Indiana, some of the battles. Because you, you, you do a oh great job of, of fighting wokeism. So. Well, well, thanks, Mike. Yeah. I appreciate that. But it's uh, drinking from a fire hose, you know? Yeah. Uh, it seems like every week there's something. And um, we're having some successes, some successes on the pro-life front in court. Uh, to be sure. And uh, yeah, we fight wokeism every day, whether it's just ESG yeah. uh, nonsense or uh, the indoctrination going on in our schools right now. Or, um, you know, we just got a good victory back to the pro life issue. We just got a good victory that we are part of in the uh, uh, chemical abortion pill. Um, 
that, um, that's debate. very interesting to us. We were just had that Tom who, yeah, on okay. just before. Yeah. I'd love to hear about yeah. that. Well, we were uh, part of an amicus brief process. So it was a Texas judge that did it. Okay. The states weren't necessarily involved as parties, but we we piled in as friends of the court okay. and were able to, uh, a good group of us were able to. How, how many to states? Oh, it was this one, this particular one was probably over 20. I don't know the exact number. Okay. Usually I get a good group of like-minded attorneys general from good sane states. And depending on the issue, it could either be anywhere from 10 attorneys general to the whole full boat of 26 Republican ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's how it usually goes. I mean, the, the attorneys general these days are a lot like our politics in general. We're no more than a reflection of the country right now uh, that is divided. Mm-hmm. Except uh, we are able to cut through a lot of the politics uh, with the legal arguments that we make. But still, when we have that discretion, that discretion seems to go one way or the other, mm-hmm. just like the country does. Yeah. And the countries, the countries we're saving, the countries we're fighting for, and yeah. it's not yet won. No. You know, no, it's not yeah. yet won. We have this fight, and that's what I'm doing. Because at whatever the issue, guys, and I know I'm going long here, but whatever the issue that you want to bring up and talk about, the ESG, the pro-life issues, CRT in the classroom, um, it all boils down to this, and that is control and power over the individual. And that's yep. what socialism is. Yep. Mm-hmm. And for socialism to work, you have to divide the family. Mm-hmm. And that's why your podcast is so important. Your podcast is important because it strengthens the family unit. And a lot of people are saying, maybe even a lot in this room, okay, and I'm sure you're going to tell them where we're at right now, will say, oh, just stay out of the social issues and focus on the economy. We talked about a truce in our recent Republican past here in the state of Indiana. And I'll tell you what, at the time, that made a lot of sense to me. But when you think about it, number one, there's no such thing as a one-sided truce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and number two, well, wait a minute. These social issues really have economic roots. Absolutely. Because to run a free enterprise system, it relies on a foundational family unit. That's the foundational building block of a free enterprise system. Yeah. And so what these socialists are really doing at every turn, whatever the issue, healthcare, pro-life, ESG, they're, they're, they're putting chinks in that family. Yep. They're dividing parents from children. They're dividing kids in the classroom. They're doing all the things to allow a government takeover of your entire life. So Mitch Daniels was kind of leading the charge on that. Hey, let's just do economics. Let's kind of hold off on the sh- social issues. Yeah. And at the time, to your point, it sounded good. It yeah. sounded like it was okay. It makes a lot of sense. But the whole house of economics is built on the foundation of family values and and i i a free we, economics a free economics yeah. exactly right and and we we've got to just in america but specifically in indiana we can't avoid that battle anymore we can't we can't stop fighting for the family and the roots of the of the economic house because because everything will fall apart i mean right. we'll we'll have our military will fall apart our right. our stock market will fall apart if we right. if we avoid those social battles and I, that's what i appreciate about, about you 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 engage in those social battles yeah and it's it's because it's the right thing to do yep. it's because we're worth fighting for but again, in the end, it's not just social things. It's, it has an economic roots like you're talking about. And if, like, there's, a, there's this attitude, and I remember coming from Congress, I was in the private sector for about three years, and I came in back into government. And I remember walking into the state house, and I'm there for a couple weeks, a month, or whatever, and I'm, and I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, geez, you know, I know that I just came from a bar fight called Washington, D.C. <laughs> Breaking chairs over people and, you know, political chairs and... 
<laughs> kicking and whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I walk into the state house some days, and it's just like it's like a library, hmm. and people seem to be saying, "Todd, shh, Todd." Shh. <laughs> I'm like, "Why? Why?" Yeah. Uh, and there's really no reason. For it. If, if if we think that um, this wokeism, yeah. you know, this socialism is gonna if we just stick our heads in the sand, it's going to go by Indiana like some kind of biblical angel of death, right? We're <laughs> right. in the Passover good, season. Good, good illustration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're mistaken. Yeah, yeah. We are going to be found out, and there is no escaping this stuff. The only way to win it, the only way to escape it, quote unquote, is to fight it. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing, and I will do it every day until the people of the state won't have. I me. love it, yeah. Nathan. You can tell who the good fighters are because of how they're attacked on social media. I think there's maybe <laughs> there's one guy who gets more attacked on social media than me in the whole state of Indiana is Todd Rakita. Oh, so yeah. I, well done. I appreciate, Thank you. I appreciate Todd. <laughs> who they call to yeah. try and cancel you? <laughs> yeah, all right. I love it, man. Well, Trump, hey, maybe. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Todd, you keep it up, man. Seriously, yeah, thanks, thanks so for much thanks for, for all you do. And this yeah. looks really cool. Thanks. I I hope it goes well, and um, I, I wish you the best thank of success. You. It's so needed. So thank thank you. Thanks, hey, thanks for your message. If uh, anyone wants to find out more about you and kind of get behind what you're doing, where can they go? Oh, just go to the Attorney General's office right now, or on, on the web, go to the Attorney General's office, Indiana Attorney General. Uh, just do a search, and uh, you can file complaints. You can learn about what we're doing. You can sign up to get some of our press releases that go down into detail about all these suits that I'm just briefly mentioned today. Okay, good yeah. deal. Awesome. Thanks. Keep Thank it up. So hey, much, we'll be right back from the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. Hey, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Norick Law Offices. Norick Law Offices specialize in family and criminal law, as well as probate, civil, litigation, and small estates. Nork Law Offices was founded by Scott Nork in 2003 and handed down to Devin Nork in 2021 upon Scott Nork becoming an elected Madison County Circuit Court 5 judge. Nork Law Office is located in Madison County in Anderson, Indiana. They've been in business for almost 20 years serving Central Indiana, including Hamilton, Tipton, Henry, and Madison County. If you need affordable and aggressive legal representation, give them a call. We know the Nork family personally. We highly recommend them. Give them a call today at 765-642-2080. That's 765-642-2080. Or you can check them out online at norricklawoffices.com. That's N-O-R-R-I-C-K, norricklawoffices.com. Your stare was holding, red chain skin was showing, hot night wind was blowing. Where you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you. Hey, and we're back from the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. One of the largest, if not the largest, Lincoln Days in the country is what I heard. Definitely in the state of Indiana, Nathan. So it's a pretty yeah, big and, deal. And the guy that I want to introduce right now, uh, he was actually super friendly to me. I, I'm in, in Madison County. I became a delegate. Uh, really, I, I think because um, I, I just wished upon a star and it worked out that way. <laughs> so I'm at the GOP convention. Uh, this past summer. Indiana, yep. And this guy was sitting right beside me, super friendly. We have Rodney Cummings with us from from Anderson, and he's our our uh, mean DA with T. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Nick? I'm Very doing good, good to see you. Yeah. yeah. Mike, uh, honestly, I'm always talking really... to Rodney about, about the death penalty. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> well, we had a pretty serious discussion about it, but yeah. one of my officers got killed last summer at the Elwood Police. That's office. right. That was uh, yeah. Noah, right? Yeah, I sure yeah. did. And yeah. I did file the death penalty against him. Not the first time I filed the death penalty, but I did file the death penalty in that case, and deservedly so. That's right. 
you know, I still have reservations that that's going to be carried out because we haven't had a death penalty survive scrutiny from the Seventh Circuit Appeal. Six from the Circuit Court of Appeals in Chicago in 13 years, maybe. They've oh, overturned wow. every single one of them. When I became prosecutor in 1995, there were 54 people on death row. There's nine there now. They're not. They're not. Being There's only nine. Wow. There's nine. Wow. They're, not, they're not being. Executed. And is, and I'm guessing that's not because uh, heinous crimes crimes have gone down. <laughs> I just think there's a, you know, the the people who are against law and order, just it's one of their issues, and it's outrageous. Trust me, I've been doing this job for 40 years. I was a police officer in Anderson for 15. I'm, now in my 26 years, the elected prosecutor in Madison County, I was a deputy prosecutor in Hamilton County, Marion County, and Delaware County. There are a lot of bad people out there, a lot of bad people, and some of them commit crimes so horrible that the death penalty is an appropriate, is an appropriate resolution to those cases, mm -hmm. but unfortunately it's just not happening as mm -hmm. the way it should, not at least here. I mean, Texas, Alabama, in the South, Florida, it still is happening there, but that's about the only place. Yeah. And it's not literally a... Indiana judge that's stopping this. It's a, it's, it's a it's a group of people from a different state. Yeah, it's the well, they're Is from that how that works? they're from this judicial circuit, but it's in Chicago. We have it passes the Indiana Supreme Court, then gets past the federal district court, then it goes to the district court of appeals in Chicago, and they are like Amy Coney Barrett was on. She overturned one of our cases. Oh, I think wow. she's overturned several of them, and now she's on the Supreme Court, but. It's, there are people from Indiana, but other states as well. They get appointed by the president, and, and uh, the Senate has to the, the confirmation. They have to be confirmed. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I, I looked up how many people in Indiana were on death row just four or five days ago, and it was 46. You're no, saying there's, there's only nine. No, there's, there's not. Wow. wow. It might be eight, might be nine. I, the last number I heard was nine. There's no way it's in the 40s. So for, for people who really... You want to better understand this. The, the process of going through this, by the time they get all their appeals, this is a 10-year long process? Yeah. Or at least. At least. The last death penalty I filed was in 2005. It was Frederick Bear who did a home invasion in Lapel. He, he had done lots of home invasion rapes. He did a home invasion to rape a woman. She had a four-year-old daughter there. Uh, he had a knife and started cutting her clothes off. The little girl came in. She resisted. He cut her throat and then cut the little girl's throat. Oh, my gosh. And he was, the jury uh, imposed a death penalty, but the Seventh Circuit. And he was doing interviews. He was doing interviews. You know, I should be executed. Someone who does what I do should be executed. And still. They still overturned, still overturned it. it. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. So the first part of it is. There, there can't be proof beyond a reasonable doubt. That has to be proof beyond all doubt before we're going to impose the death penalty. Then now it's, is that the worst of the worst? Is this the worst of the worst kind of crimes? And that's, it's just, the, the public sentiment for it is going, it's like everything else in the media. You know, we don't want to put people in prison. We don't want to, it's constant, you, it's constant struggle about crimes being reduced. Let's get less people in prison. Let's don't hold people accountable. And then that's what you end up with in cities like Indianapolis and other major cities. Now, do we believe that that's actually the the run-of-the-mill voter? That that's that you're you're saying that that's the way it's swayed. That normal law-abiding citizens are asking for more leniency on murderers. Because I have a hard time believing that. I think because I think people just see they they see unbelievable crime yeah. and they're going, "What the heck is going to turn the course here?" I agree with that, Nathan. But then when you put them in that 
that seat, then they're like, oh, wait a minute. I don't want to be the one that has to decide it. That's what a lot of them So you're okay. saying that when they become jury. So yeah. all the people that are going, I don't want to serve on the juries. Yeah. I don't I don't want to serve on jury duty. We're, we're letting that fall to people who are, are, are not going to make just, that decision. I think the media has done such a, a successful job at indoctrinating people against how many wrongful convictions are in this country, which is absolutely absurd. There, there are some... There are some, not very, not not as many as you would be led to believe. There are some, particularly uh, some from the 80s, 90s. DNA wasn't there. That you'll find a few. It's not, it's not an overwhelming number. But if you if you watch the media in any movie about exonerating, it's it's like every day. It's a daily occurrence. That's the way it gets sold in the media. And it, wow, and it, it's ridiculous. So what would it take to to change it? You literally, we're talking different judges. I think different laws, I think, you know, different prosecutors. There's so few prosecutors now that you want to take the time. And, you know, one of the criticisms is, are you going to spend a half a million dollars of taxpayers' money in Madison County for a case, you know, probably will not be imposed on this defendant? Yeah, absolutely, because this is my assignment. That's what I'm going to do. Others have different assignments. Let them make the decision they need to make. It's the law in Indiana, and as long as it is, I have to decide is this an appropriate case? And if you shoot at a police officer 36 times and hit him so many times you can't tell how many times he was shot before wow. he didn't even get out of the car. Yeah, that, wow. that's a death penalty case in my view. I believe he's going to be sentenced to death. As they get through the appellate process, I'm not as, I'm not as confident. Wow. Wow. So, Rodney, you, um, you, you're DA of Madison County, but you're also in the 5th Congressional District, the district I that am. I ran for, and you've announced that you're running for Congress in the 5th. Is that right, or did I get ahead of you there? Well, I haven't announced it. The formal <laughs> announcement is April 26th okay, all right. at 4 p.m. in Anderson. Oh, so okay. All right, all right, all right. I will yeah. say this. I'm the, I'm the district attorney. I'm the prosecuting attorney in Madison County. I'm also president of the Indiana Association of Prosecuting Attorneys. My colleagues, my 90 colleagues, elected me to be their president. I'm also been elected twice to serve as Indiana's only representative on the National District Attorney's Board of Directors. So I, one of the one of the conversations I just came back from Phoenix two weeks ago for a board meeting. The conversation is then: Do we make a statement about the Manhattan DA and? Mr. Bragg and all of that. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of discussion. There was about 50 or 60 members of that board, and we're all very diverse. You know, large, small, Democrats, Republicans, and ultimately the decision was not not to make a decision. But I'm, I go to Washington every every year for a week to lobby or advocate for national crime laws. I was in, in February, I was in D.C., met with Aaron Houchin is a good friend of mine. She invited me to dinner. I had dinner with eight members of Congress, which was very enlightening. I mean, it, I mean, people think. <laughs> Did they try to talk you out of it? No, they, they were no okay, me, but okay, okay. They were talking. Were they like, "You really want this job? Yeah. You got to come out to the swamp." And it is not yeah. glamorous. Oh, it's not at all. No, two, yeah. Two of those guys were sleeping in air mattresses in their office yeah. because you have to have. You have to have a place in D.C. and a place at home. Yeah. Most of them are younger than I am. Yeah, big bucks. They have kids. All of them are FaceTiming their kids. And wow. I, there's no way. I wow. mean, I was too active in my with my children in their sports lives. And school. I, I couldn't have done that. But yeah. at this point in my life, I'm, I'm financially secure, and I don't have children I have to worry about. And I would say this. Yes, I am going to run for the 5th District Republican nomination 
and this is why. I don't believe anybody has my resume, both in the state. I was in the state house two weeks ago testifying before Ways and Means Committee. I've been doing that for 10 or 12 years. Uh, this is my fifth year with the National District Attorney's Board of Directors. And we advocate for national crime policy. I'm there on the Hill. Most of them, every year I'm in, I'm in the state house lobbying these things. In addition, I've got life experiences nobody else has. Mm -hmm. And I love Hamilton County. I really do. I live 15 minutes from here. And I shop, and I eat, and I enjoy my a lot of my private time here. Yep. But this, this community does not represent the other communities in this district. How many people in this community have ever been to Anderson, Muncie, Marion, or Pokemon? Yeah. Very few, probably. And, and the, the theme I have, I think I'm going to run pretty strong in Madison County. I believe I'm going to run very strong in Delaware County. I have the elected officials there, party chairs, same way in Grant County. I'm still working Wayne County. met with the mayor a couple of weeks ago and Senator Buck and Judy Buck, who is the 5th District Chair. I've met with them. Very encouraging. Uh, we'll see what happens. The real issue for me is if I have enough money, I will win this election. Yeah. But what you do is challenge people who are going to spend a million or two million of your own dollars. And I'm, Nathan, I'm not really sure, well, Micah, that you know, our founders envisioned rich people buying seats. Yeah. And that's no, they exactly, didn't. Yeah. That's what happens here. Yeah, Micah has always said that you know, that's one of the big things, just trying to get on ballots in different places that they make it so very difficult for ordinary people to run. Yeah, without a doubt. Hey, without we got it. We got a, a one of your friends here and a friend of mine too. Uh, we've Look got the Russ. Madison it's County the guy who let me be a chair. Delegate. That's right. He appointed. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking when he appointed Nathan to the delegate spot. But Russ, how are you? We always make a mistake once in a while. Russ, what's Russ, going on? Don't say yeah, that. welcome to Hamilton County. What's what's going on up in Madison County with the Republican Party? Well, we just pretty well own the place. <laughs> <laughs> we swept the offices last fall. We only had two that we didn't have, and now we have those. Okay. Wow. Good. We hope to carry that over to next year, obviously. So it's interesting, Madison County, because you've got a very red county, but Anderson is more blue, right? So yeah. what, what are you doing to kind of counter that? Like, how are you, are you, like, what can we do to kind of take Anderson back in the way of, you know, we'll say righteousness for lack of a better, <laughs> better word, right? But are, are you, you got a strategy for Anderson? Well, we're working on to get more of a presence on the city council. Okay. Um, don't know how the primary is going to come out uh, both sides democrat incumbent mayor has two opponents we have three people running on uh, the republican side so we'll just have to see how that sorts out i'm concentrating on the city council because that's that's where i can have some influence yeah and uh try to get some good people in there and make you know we won't have a majority i don't expect that because it is the city itself is, is democrat yeah when we, when we were driving around uh when you took me out, Rod, yeah. um, you were talking about just how bad the, the schools are in Anderson. It's, what, what, it's, what's going to change it's, there? Anderson is a tough community. We were the last two years. We've been listed by national publications as the 15th most miserable city in America. Wow. We have one of the lowest uh, performing school systems in, in in Indiana, and it's very disappointing. I mean, honestly, both of my daughters graduated from Anderson High School, but I'm not sure I would send them there now. It's yeah. just the quality of the education. I wish it were better. I love that community, but there's so much. One of the real problems we have is there's a lot of 
poverty and drugs, and, and you look at the statewide, the, all the negatives statistically, we're in the bottom three counties in every wow. category. And what hurts us more is all the professional people just move 15 miles to Hamilton County. Yeah. And so that that's, that's very, I mean, losing those people out of our community makes it very tough. And Anderson is extremely democratic, although the county was too. When I got, when I got elected in 94, I was only the second. Republican, never only countywide office. Now there are no Democrats that hold countywide office, even down hold eight or state reps or state senators, even down to the township levels. There are no Democrats. Wow. But the city and the mayor, the clerk, the judge, seven of the nine uh, county council members are Democrat, and we're losing one who's running for mayor, so we're going to struggle to even get two. So, I mean, but if it hadn't been for him being prosecutor for the last 20 years, we'd be in a whole lot worse shape. Yeah. Very honestly. Yeah. Now, if you step out of that position, though, you have a sharp young man that will follow after you. I'm working on it. I mean, yeah. we, we had, the reason why you have to take a driver's license to vote in Indiana is because of voter fraud that was happening in Anderson. Wow. We prosecuted those people. The FBI was in here. I mean, it, it was an ugly situation. We, the FBI uh, identified 3,000 fraudulent votes that were being cast. Jeez. And I think I That's a big deal in a small kind of yeah. little community, yeah. Well, it makes a difference. Yeah. The Republican. Yeah. You go in, you know you got to win by more than yeah. 2,500 yeah. or, two, or 3,000 to even have a chance to yeah. win. you got to. So, hey, hey uh, real quick, if people want to find out more about Madison County Republicans and then about what you're doing, Rodney, where can they go? I don't have a website up yet, but you can look my name up on Google, on, on YouTube. There's a thousand okay, videos. Okay, all right. There's an HBO special about it. Yeah. Yeah. Call and leave a message, 765-643-4871. I do return phone calls. Cool. Yes, he does. Right. I will say that. I know that for certain. Russ Thanks Willis, so much the chairman of Madison County Republican Party, and Rodney Cummins running for Thanks, Congress in the 5th. So thanks, Yeah, you guys Thank have you, a great sir. evening. Yep. We'll be right back from the Lincoln Day Dinner here at Hamilton County Republican Party. My name is Nathan Peternell from Life Church. I'm the lead pastor. And on behalf of a lead pastor who's loved you in your life, I just want to say, I think it's time to come home. It's time to go back to the house of God, to the people of God. You've allowed COVID and so many other reasons to divide you, but it's time to get back to what matters most. If you have a church family, return there. But if you don't, we'd love to have you at Life Church. We have four locations at Pendleton, Eagle Creek, Noblesville, and Fishers. Join us at lifechurchin.com. Hey, we're back here at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. We've got a couple amazing guests with us today. We've got Nick Gamillion, who's running for Noblesville City Council. And we have Tiffany Pasco, who's on the Hamilton Southeastern School Board. So we want to hear from both of them on what's going on in their in their world as they're fighting for truth. So, Nick, we'll start with you. How's the, how's running for a city council going? Yeah, it's going great. Uh, Nick Gamillion uh, running for Noblesville City Council at large. Um, and so coming up on the ballot here on May 2nd, uh, so I'm asking everyone to pick Nick, uh, Nick for Noblesville. Uh, so if, if you want to see a great conservative leader uh, leading the city council and making good financial decisions, then please pick Nick. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. 
And how uh, you said how how do people get in touch with you, Nick? Yeah, so uh, my website is nickfornoblesville.com, or you can email me nick at nickfornoblesville.com, or my cell phone is three one seven three seven eight nine two two nine. Give me a call. And what sets you apart from kind of everybody else running? Why why should people pick Nick? Uh, because I am a constitutional conservative. Woo! And, yeah. Uh, Woo! yeah. And I'm fiscally conservative. Yeah. We're going to make good uh, tax spending decisions with your tax money. Good. Awesome. awesome, Nick. Great. Well, hey, yeah, so look Nick up on, uh, and if you're in Noblesville, vote for uh, Nick Chameleon. And you go to our church, you go to Life Church, yep. and you're, you love the Lord. And, church in Noblesville, yeah, in Indianapolis. Right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, and then with Tiffany Pasco, Tiffany, you are just a Spitfire conservative doing some amazing things. So how's, how's it going on the Hamilton Southeastern School Board? You know, there's a lot of noise. Um, we're just keeping our heads down, at least I am anyway, staying focused on academic excellence, transparency, and uh, following my heart and my faith and doing what's right for the children and putting them first. That's so. great. Awesome. Um, Tiffany, you guys, ran, it, you guys ran an incredible campaign. Uh, we had Paul Hevesy on earlier, and we, they were talking about the Fishers uh, 1 crew that just, like, you guys swept the – the, the ballot in, in Fishers and Fishers was, well Hamilton Southeastern was the uh, ground zero for kind of all the wokeism that's happening in Indiana when it comes to our schools and you guys you guys did an amazing job. How did how did you like pull that off I guess is the question. What's, is there a secret sauce to that? Like, what would you say is the reason you all four got elected? Um, you know I think we all stood our ground on where, on where we are with our priorities and, and keeping that aligned with that, not letting the noise you know, get your eye off the target. Uh, I also share with Dick, because we're in the same district, uh, just knocking on doors and, and getting that groundwork in. I mean, there's no time to be lazy. There's no excuse. So if you're in it to win it, then you need to put your best foot forward and, and get the work done. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I've had a different scenario in my polling um, election or poll, just polling as a whole because I had four other people on the board and still took over 50% of the majority, which is higher than wow. any other opponent that Get I had. Wow. So um, it shows you, you know. How hard you worked. Yeah, do the yeah. groundwork. Yeah, so, that's yeah. awesome. What would you say is kind of the, the main battle right now in the Hamilton Southeast schools? Like what, what's kind of like, the, you know, what, are you guys winning now the indoctrination kind of the battles or, or would you say like they're still... It's, it hasn't been easy, or you guys, because you flipped it now. You have five conservatives on a seven-person board. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would say, honestly, and it's kind of sad to be truthful, I would say that some of the adults are acting more like children than the actual children are. <laughs> like like the people coming to the board meetings and stuff, the, the leftists, yeah. Right. And, yeah. you know, these they were examples or are examples in the community or have children and are setting an example in a social setting. Um, and I just think that the bar is too low um, when it comes to that for our community. We need to raise that bar and be respectful for, you know, both sides. Regardless of what side of the street you're on um, politically or not, we're here to be a good example and set an example for children. So. Yeah, that's good. Nick, if you get into office, are you ready to handle kind of the fireworks, kind of like Tiffany's been uh, been handling here the, the last few months like you you know oh, yeah. kind of what you're getting into yeah no yeah. tiffany's an inspiration um and uh you know i've got four daughters at home and uh so i've got some thick skin and i work in human resources so <laughs> he's good to go i'm ready that's for the a, drama Bring awesome. it on. i love it i love it all right well Tiffany, hey thanks for your hard work yes mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely thanks for your support and what yeah. you guys are doing as well yeah. so we appreciate it where yeah. can people go to find more about 
Uh, but well, Nick, you already mentioned earlier. But Tiffany, where, what about you? Where can people go? Honestly, I would just love to see more people get involved, um, attending school board meetings, or seeing how they can be involved in helping, um, even you know, on a PTO level, and making their voice heard, or sharing that their voice isn't being heard and they're being shunned out. We need to know that as well, too. So That's good, Nick. One more time. Yeah, NickForNoblesville.com. Pick uh, Nick on May second. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll be right Thanks back. So much. Thank you. Hey, I'm Pastor Micah Beckwith. And I'm Pastor Nathan Peternell. Are you tired of a woke culture? What do you mean by that, Micah? Woke is defined as anti-American, pro-Marxist, ideological indoctrination. Yeah, I don't want any of that. Well, you know, at Life Church, we are the church where... Woke goes to die. So if you want a church that's going to preach the word of God boldly and unapologetically... Then you want to come to Life Church. We got four locations all around the city. Go to lifechurchin.com. All right, hey, we're back at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner, the largest one in the state, Nathan. And we've got an amazing guest, a state office holder. Yeah, friend Daniel's of ours. With an, actually, he. he Dates back to some of the earliest episodes of Jesus Sex. He does. That's I do. right. I remember. Daniel Elliott, Absolutely. when you were running for state treasurer, and I, now look what the Lord has done. The Lord has blessed me and my family way more than I deserve. I love it. Oh, we got a hey Fred Glenn from hey. Mayor for Caramel here. Uh, yeah, no get. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's <laughs> there's the, being, the cameras right there? The cameras right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hey, uh, no, so yeah, so you were on when you were running. Mm -hmm. What an amazing race at the convention. Oh, that that was, was awesome. Oh, my goodness. How many seats did you win by? Or how many? How many three. three. Three votes. I always so. say this. If somebody ever says my vote doesn't matter, yeah. come have, come send them no in my kidding. way. I will explain to them why that, it matters. Yeah. That was no awesome. Now, Without a doubt. Now, just so you know, the, uh, the we I think we had 25 delegates from Life Church, mm -hmm. and we like people asked Nathan and I. They said, "Okay, who should we support?" Now, we love some of the other candidates running too, but we just really believed in you and what we you're did. doing. So we told them, "Like, hey, well, Daniel's a great guy, and you know we're supporting Daniel." And and I think we probably got majority of those 25, probably 23 so. of those 25. <laughs> Well, I remember uh, when we had the opportunity to speak, you had all the, can all the candidates for tr uh, Republican treasurer speaking, and uh, I, I, I did probably what every political consultant tells you not to do. Somebody asked me a question about the poor and how to help the poor, and everyone answered in this way of, well, that's not really the treasurer's role, and so when I got up there and I said, no, you're right, it's not the treasurer's role, but it is our role as children of God to help each other. And government's role is not to do this. It is the role of people, it is the role of the churches. And what we need to do is stay out of the way of the churches and the people. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, so jump on here, jump, Rob. Yeah, Rob, throw this on. We got a, another really special guest here. We someone, famous someone, people here. Someone who knows how to use a microphone, Mr. Rob Kendall. It is so so exciting to be at the Libertarian uh, Spring Dinner here in Hamilton County. I didn't know there were that many registered Libertarians. This is awesome. Hey, uh, now, now, if I if rumor serves me correctly, 
uh, Rob got invited, not by me, because by the time I went to invite Rob, I found out you were sitting at a high-class table. Uh, the, state treasurer, the state treasurer, Daniel Elliott, invited Rob Kendall to the Lincoln Day. You know, people express their death wishes in a variety of ways. <laughs> and for our state treasurer to very boldly say, I want Rob to sit at my table. Um, that's awesome. I love it. But uh, this is, we need more people. These are the largest headphones ever. <laughs> <laughs> these, and they work, who, by the way. Who's the, who's, <laughs> who had these before? Was this guy, did he have a, like a 13 and a half size he head? He was a very large man. Uh, you I go down guess. to WIBC, you guys have crappy headphones yeah, we do. down at WIBC. Well, we're owned by a large corporation, so we're saving money wherever we can. Uh, but no, seriously, I mean, this is the sort of leader that we need. Our state treasurer, Daniel Elliott, who says, look, Rob's right on a lot of things. We need more people that are going to speak boldly, and that's why he's getting things done at the state house. Yeah, that's awesome. Daniel, well, tell how, how about that for for? Oh, that was a great one. You, you know how many people you made mad today. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us some of the things you're getting involved in legislation as the state treasurer, which is kind of foreign. A lot of the legislators are like, what are you doing? I I was told uh, that I was very aggressive. Um, <laughs> Actually, I was compared to Richard Murdoch, and they didn't mean it as a compliment. Oh, wow. Now they don't realize Richard Murdoch is one of my heroes, so I'm like, <laughs> please compare me to Richard Murdoch. Um, I, uh, I was told, on like, one of the big battles that I'm fighting right now is ESG, is uh, environmental social governance. Uh, and as I'm fighting that battle, when I first got started in the first couple of weeks, I had important people, way more important than me, supposedly, uh, come to my office and tell me, you know what, you just... Why don't we slow down? Maybe take it to study committee. And I'm like, you know, I might be from Martinsville, I might be from out in the country, but I, even I know study committee is where things go to die. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, this is this. I've not had. And the thing is, people don't realize it's not about me or what I want to do. I've had more people text me, email me, Facebook message me to say, what is going on with ESG? What can? How can we put a stop to having woke corporations dictate to governments? what they should do. I even have people say, well, we shouldn't fight this. Indiana is too small to fight BlackRock. <laughs> don't, don't you guys picture Daniel being like Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack when he walked into the Bushwood for the first time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Be a member of this place. <laughs> Only reason I'm here is maybe I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, that, but that's how you get things done. And what do you mean Indiana's too small to do anything? We're one of 50 states in the greatest nation on earth right Absolutely. now. Like, you know, and you're the guy over the treasury. And, and here's the thing. We have a, you, I, Rob, even Rob, as famous he is, uh, as individuals, <laughs> BlackRock isn't going to listen yeah. to us as individuals, yeah. but they'll listen to a state because we have a $45 billion asset in our inverse, our public retirement system. But we also have a bully pulpit, and that's the important part. Now, just just so you know, a week before I took office, BlackRock wanted to meet with me. Mm. They've never come to meet with the state treasurer before. They wanted to meet with me. Then, of course, they explained how Larry Fink doesn't run the company. I'm like, really? Because he's the CEO. <laughs> uh, but okay, I guess. But I don't understand what that word means. I'm a yokel from the country. But the uh, but. I, when I was talking to this person who's the number three at BlackRock, I said to him, I said, look, you know, I come, I'm the first one in my family to go to college. Everybody in my family is either survive, uh, retired, is either surviving on Social Security or a pension. And I cannot stand by and, and, and make, make it so that the people who depend on Indiana public retirement system for their benefits have to choose someday between paying for their rent or paying for medicine. Mm. And he said to me, 
Oh, I never thought about that. That's powerful. <laughs> I pictured Daniel being like, uh, remember when uh, Robert De Niro played Al Capone with a baseball bat? Just every time somebody comes in to meet on something that's not on behalf of the taxpayers. I just, uh, I'm so glad you're there. That is awesome. Well, I will a, say this a Republican politician that I like. You are, you are the only Republican. I, I'm allowed to say this out loud. You are the only Republican <laughs> you, I voted you, for. You, Daniel, are a unicorn fall. in his you're, in yeah. his eyes. You're, this is hilarious. Well, I, you, I, know, I love, you like me today. You might not like me tomorrow. No, 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 but no, no, no. one thing about tomorrow, even if you don't, you will know where I stand. Exactly. And we need more of that. Yep. Now, can we also talk about something important? How do you two guys age in reverse? What in the world do you guys do? I, I, I don't. You look young, too, man. Yeah. No, you no, no. I am us. old and decrepit. We Grow Hair. Indy has done an amazing <laughs> job for you. So, I mean, <laughs> so we went to church on Sunday for Easter, and my dad is like, How old is Nathan? Is he in his mid 20s? I was like, <laughs> No. What is he thirty? No, and it took like seven minutes before he got your age. He's right. almost he's almost half a century, yeah. almost half a century. I'm I'm forty five. I'm forty five. <laughs> hey, I always tell the children: don't drink, don't smoke, don't do drugs, and you'll keep your you know your okay. That's awesome. Let me take a sip of this uh, <laughs> beverage here. Nathan, how are you so young? That's hilarious. Now, as somebody who's a little bit older than Nathan, you know, and a few gray hairs to prove it. You're not wrong, though, because so I just had the opportunity to do some service for my church the other day. Uh, and, of course, I was doing one of those dumb things that you shouldn't do. I, I, we were cutting up uh, some logs from a house that got demolished by the tornado. And I'm like, there's no one around. I'm like, I'm going to pick this thing up. And it was like 100, 120 pounds. <laughs> I was doing fine. I was all proud of myself, strutting around. Look, I can do this. Threw it on the big burn pile. And then, of course, tripped back after I threw yeah. it and twisted my ankle. Oh. So, you know, Clint Eastwood says a man's got to know his limitations. I do not. I do not. My That's wife a, keeps telling me that, too. It's amazing. But let's just make very clear. When people say, well, who do you like? People like him. People like you guys. Because you say what you think and you do what you say. And today on WIVC, you had some idiot call in yeah. and leave a voicemail. So that Micah guy, yeah. he doesn't, you, you got to hold him accountable because he's supporting people like Todd Young. And yeah. I texted you afterwards and said, listen, I, I, make, I made a mistake on Todd. I sure. own it. I own it. But at least you know where I stand. Well, and it's, it's the, the people... He invited me here, so I guess I can say whatever I want. <laughs> yes. um, I do. Might as well. Yeah. I, I mean, there are so many Republicans that are scared to come on our show because they don't want to own their baggage. They don't yeah. want to own their votes. Yeah. And we can be adults and still leave friends, but you got to own what you do on behalf of the taxpayers. And Daniel owns it every single day. Yeah. And I'm excited when you become lieutenant governor because I know you <laughs> will too own it every single day. <laughs> Oh, man, this is going to be a fun night. Oh, Here yeah. at Hamilton <laughs> County Lincoln Day Dinner with Rob Kendall and Daniel Elliott. It'll be like so. Shooter and Hoosier <laughs> stumbling on the court. <laughs> I, I just need to know, Nathan, where's Micah's table? Because make sure his back is to us because Rob Kendall and I have some, oh, yeah. some spitballs we're playing on. <laughs> Did you hear what there. table they got? Uh -uh. They're at three. Are We are what? for real? Table three. That's yeah. what Elijah's wife said. Table three. It's on your, your, it's on your ID okay, there. Okay, so neither one of us are important. Where are you guys important. at? Where are you guys 42. at? 42. <laughs> wow. I have See, no idea. Huh? That's hilarious. Hey, out with the wrong guy. You need to hang out with these guys. <laughs> so so they, I showed up, and I go to the regular one. They're like, are you VIP? I was like, I've been things that end in P, but never VIP. So I go to the regular. They're like, you're in the VIP. I was like, there is no way an official Republican event allowed me to be in a VIP anything. <laughs> that's and hilarious. I go down there and give them my name, and this lady, it was like, she was very nice, and then she realized she could be on a camera of some sort, so she adjusted her face, but I wish I could have captured the expression on her face 
for about three seconds when I gave that name. <laughs> She's like, uh, you're allowed to be here right now? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, I love you guys. You guys are the yeah, best. Thanks. This guy's awesome. Yep, Daniel's and, uh, great. Outstanding. Well, and hey, yeah. you're still a Republican in good standing. That's right. Yeah. And every time I tell somebody, and how many times, Micah, you know, have I said it on the air, the state treasurer has said, you you cannot <laughs> judge my Republicanism because I am a and, Republican in good standing. And I said that as when I was a county chairman yeah, at the absolutely. time. Absolutely. Both I these guys should give us a, a recording of, of saying, hey, you're on Jesus' Sex and Politics. Oh, yeah. and you, you should give us a absolutely. little shout out. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, so Daniel, do a little promo for Jesus' Sex and Politics here. All right, this is Daniel Ellis, state treasurer for the beautiful state of Indiana on Jesus' Sex and Politics with Micah Beckwith and Nathan Peter Eternal. Wait, wait, it's okay. Right. Do it again, do it again. One more time. How do you say your last Peter now. Peter now. All right. Like the apostle. Let's do it again. All right. This is Daniel Elliott, state treasurer of Indiana on Jesus, Sex, and Politics with Micah Beckwith and Nathan Peternell. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Awesome. All right, Ready. Rob Kendall. Hi, Rob. Hey, this is Rob Kendall from WIBC, and you are listening to Jesus, Sex, and Politics with two guys who never age, <laughs> Micah Beckwith and Nathan Peternell. <laughs> I love it. All right. Hey, you've been listening to Jesus, Sex, and Politics. We are at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. We will be back with more amazing guests. Stay tuned. Today's kids and teenagers are facing more challenges than generations before. Culture is questioning basic, unchanging truths. Many parents are looking for direction to lead their kids and teenagers onto right paths. I'm Tina Pavey, Director of Next Gen Ministries at Life Church. We believe parents have what it takes to lead their kids and teenagers on a path that leads to life. And each Life Church campus is eager to partner with parents. For more information, visit one of the Life Church campuses or go to lifechurchin.com. Parents, you can do this. We will help you. Hey, welcome back to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all those things culture doesn't want to talk about. That'll scare you. All right, so we're wrapping up our time at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day Dinner. This was the largest Lincoln Day in the state of Indiana. It was tremendous. And it was amazing. And we have two, I think, I couldn't think of any better guests to wrap up. The finale. The finale here. We have the one and only Christy Stutzman. And a returning guest she here is. on Jesus, Sex, yeah. and Politics. Yeah. And. We have Marlon Stutzman's son Who looks with us. Like Harrison Ford. <laughs> Marlon's son. Do you have a name? I do actually. Do you? Don't tell anyone. No, We're just going to go back. Okay. It's, uh, it rhymes with Dayton. Yes. But it's yes. Peyton. So, Peyton Stutzman, welcome to the podcast. Guys, thanks. What did you think about Hamilton County? Because you're up north. You're up in northern oh, Indiana. Wow. It's it warm. Was, yeah, it, was, <laughs> it's warm. it was warmer than where we're from. But no, it was a huge crowd. It was great. Yeah. And everybody was really kind of talking so much they couldn't get our you know our attention. And so they kept kind of yelling at us like, hey, hey, hey we're going to have a Paul. Here, yeah, you know? Paul yeah. He did a great job. Yeah. You know, you know like her cats with all the politicians talking it was great so peyton are you uh are you gonna follow in your parents footsteps because your mom was a state rep your dad has been an, a congressman and a state rep and well state senator state rep and state senator right. so do you is politics kind of in your future as a stutzman well right now i'm only 21 so i i don't know <laughs> you can run for office you're i, I can sure your yes, dad yes. was the youngest state, in rep. state rep right when did he yeah. run uh, he ran in 2002. How old so was he? I think he was 26 when he was oh, elected. Dude. So. Total, 
I mean, I, this would be I totally selfish that. reasons, but like, yeah, you should run to beat your dad. Yeah, I should. Yeah. I should. We're very competitive, so we, I should uh, definitely run now. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 You better shake a stick. Yeah. yeah. Get Let's it right go. on. Let's it. go. I'm telling you. What does what does shake a stick mean? Shake yeah. a stick. You guys well, don't say that here. Yeah. It means get on. Get on. Yeah. You know, get on the the hustle bus. That, I've never heard that. How old How old do you have to be to say that? Forty five. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, uh, uh, well, you. Uh, so yeah, if you run for, for run for office before twenty six, you'll be the youngest state rep in the history of of Indiana, yeah. beating your dad, which would be pretty awesome. So that is crazy. Yeah. I probably wouldn't okay. just because I've grown up in the already. in politics. Yeah, yes. I've, I've seen the turmoil it causes and. <laughs> Don't yeah. want to deal You've with that seen right some now. Of the, no. the behind the scenes stuff that is it's not so fun, but well, that's at the same like, time, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, there's a lot of fun stuff too, like this, yeah, like what we're absolutely. doing right this now. This is yeah. super fun. I would rather do this than, <laughs> than, uh, than all, the, all the other stuff. That's kind of like being a pastor's kid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you're a pastor's kid, you see all the the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then yeah. you determine. Can I do that? And pastors' kids that go into it, you know that they they they've counted the cost. They so know the truth. About you it, actually yeah. have, you know, God could have put you in any family in the world, but Absolutely. He chose to put you in your family under these parents. You know, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, He didn't do that by accident. Yeah. No, He did not. Yeah. No, no, I'm very very grateful. So by 23, then can we expect that? Make your announcement right now, Peyton. Oh, yeah, no I, I would no you like to announce yeah, your candidacy yeah. on yeah. 2026. We're going to run <laughs> for president of the United States. Um, yeah. Christy, so uh, okay, so you guys kind of as a family though are coming up to uh, a relatively big decision, and I don't right. want to push you into making a <laughs> formal announcement, but you're you're kicking around something pretty right. publicly. People know that, so I don't think I'm breaking confidence. Yeah, yeah, but. we've been considering it and, and praying about Marlon running for U.S. Congress again, and uh, it's a it's a weighty decision, especially like you said, when you know you know what what you're getting into. what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've been praying about it, and you know we have two. Uh, fine sons who are uh, weighing in as well. It used to be that they were so little that, it, you know, they just didn't have a choice. But right now, they're kind of weighing in, you know, yeah. and they're giving us their opinion. And it really helps. It helps guide us as far as, like, you know, what issues matter to their generation as well. Yeah. Uh, because they're they're coming up and they're going to be voting. Mar- uh, Peyton's already been voting. Uh, but Would you vote for your dad again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Which, and, and by the way, Marlon was here, and uh, he—you guys aren't just coming down here without. He was here he too, was here, uh, yeah. and you know, making the rounds. And you guys talked to his friend yeah, Jim Jordan. I was going to say, right? Yeah. Jim was our speaker tonight. It was yeah. amazing. He, he did a, a great job. Yeah, he did a yeah. great job. Jim uh, was Marlon's mentor in Congress. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, very, very special. And Polly <clears throat> is just such a sweet Christian lady. Uh, his wife Praise is God. just wonderful. So whenever we had Bible studies or whatever, we got to be together it was just always a blessing oh that's cool so yeah did um did marlon was he one of the nine that helped start the freedom caucus he was he yeah, okay one so of the originals so yeah. it was jim it, uh desantis, DeSantis marlon was yep. mark meadows uh i think he was one. i think he was one of the originals. and then and then mick mulvaney, mick mulvaney was, was, was one there. as well yeah yep. so that's yep. cool i mean marlon's in a in a, it's a unique amazing class. <laughs> class there, yeah. What a, in fact, yeah. I remember the day when they were trying to come up with the name for it. Okay. Um, and we were we were texting back and forth all these different names we could call it, you know. So, but they ended up with Freedom Caucus, which I thought, well, you know, that kind of covers the bases. What were some of the remember? Yeah. What were some of the other names? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was some, you know the names that had to do with like liberty something, you know, okay, and yeah. constitutional something, you know. Yeah. It, was, it was all this, you know, conservative. They wouldn't just encapsulate it, you yeah. know. But it ended up being they didn't want it to be too wordy. Yeah. So they just went with Freedom Caucus. The so, Sons of yeah. Liberty Who Defend the Constitution right. Caucus. Yes. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, now, so the third district is what you guys would you're considering. Right. That is his old seat. Right. It's been redrawn a little bit since the, the yeah. since redistricting, but mm-hmm. um, the reason is because uh, who's in who sits in the seat now is Jim Banks. Right. And he's running for Senate. For Senate. Yep. And so opening that seat up again, and mm-hmm. there's a few people who have declared, and uh, but it'll be it'll be I think. I've, people have asked me about that district, what I think, and I'm like, man, if Marlon gets in, he's gonna be he's gonna be the guy to beat. I think, you know, like he's the name ID. He did a great job. I think, you know, when I first ran for Congress, I didn't really know you guys very well, but I went around the liberty-minded, freedom-loving right. people. They knew Marlon's name really well, and they loved yeah. Marlon. So I was like, this mm-hmm. guy's got to be yeah. good people. And sure enough, you know, getting to know you guys, <laughs> he, you guys are. So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're just praying about it, and yeah, well, you'll be hearing from us pretty soon. Cool. So, so Chrissy, yeah. you're writing a book. I am. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, I just sent out my first draft this last week. And uh, it's called, well, the, the editor's going to have the final say on the title, but the working title is Faith to Save America. Um, I'm doing a deep dive on uh, our, our Christian heritage as Americans. Yep, I love it. Um, but then also trying to make the case, you know, Marlon and I, we first got involved. We didn't know where to start. We just started showing up to meetings. You know, we started showing up to our local Republican meeting or commissioner's meeting or school board and just watching, mm. you know, see how it worked, making sure that we, you know, our our, our our district and our community was in good hands. Uh, this was right after 9-11. And so we were just kind of scared about everything at that point. Um, so we learned as we went, but what we realized was it was easier than we thought. Um, it was a lot of just kind of showing up and being willing to do stuff. And so um, I, I'm writing this book to say, make the case for, okay, we are a country, yes, we have a you know democracy within a republic, and it's a constitutional republic, um, but in that, contained in that, is a guarantee, actually not a guarantee, it's like a birthright, that if people of faith aren't involved, it's not going to work. Mm. It's a stewardship. Right, mm. exactly. exactly. It's yep. And it's our turn to, you know, to take that uh, right. flame of liberty, you know, get it fired up again, and then hand it to the next generation. And so when I'm doing this research and stuff, I'm realizing, okay, how do we get here where we are today? It's so scary and it's so ugly. When you look at politics throughout the years, it's never been pretty. You know, it's mm-hmm. always been kind of ugly. I think I remember uh, Alexander Hamilton was shot and killed by Aaron Burr so, yeah, in a, a duel. I see there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, there's, there's never been a pretty process. But at the same time, uh, American Christians have also been intimidated from being involved yeah. um, by a lot of things that they've done in our culture. And so the book is making the case for, hey, we got to be involved. People of faith need to be involved. Mm-hmm. But then also how to be involved. And here's a step, you know, step-by-step process. Oh, that's great. Involved. That's really really important yeah we need the, that, the how you know? to because a lot of people are like i would do it if i knew where to yeah. start it's, it's kind of like overwhelming it is it's like eating an elephant right like right. where do i even start oh, just exactly. you know? just trying to understand how all of the committees and councils and everything even just how does it all work yeah, yeah especially if you're like me i was a music major and i didn't pay attention to civics you know <laughs> oh, <laughs> i was like doodling you know in my notebook yeah. So when you actually start learning it, it's actually doable, especially yeah. on the local level. It's yeah. just so easy to do. Yeah. Um, but it's just a matter of just kind of making the time. And we're yeah. so busy right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got to find the time to do it. So. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Speaking of music, and we'll do a, 
shameless plug here for uh, their incredible uh, venture they have up in uh, Napanee, the oh, barn. Yeah. Which we have been We've, to yes. with our wives yeah. on it, multiple occasions. <laughs> it's amazing. And I believe your mom is taking a group from the church. Yes, I put in a plug. I Did said, take, uh, the, oh, oh, wow. take all of our, you were gonna our say older the, folks. You, take, yes. you were going to say, take the old people. I, I didn't told say, you I said the old No, folks. no, you were going to say, take all the old people. I did not say that. <laughs> let, it be, let it be known he no. was going to. We call them our legacy. Yes, Ooh, our legacy like folks. Like so yeah. all of, uh, yeah, there's going to be a big bus trip. They're all coming awesome. up because awesome. we we said how much uh, we just had a great time. Well, and of good. course, when when Mike and I want to score some some points with our wives, we'd yeah. say, let's go up and see another Date show. Yeah. yeah. So you had Wind Calls the Heart that you right. wrote all of that music. Mm-hmm. It was tremendous. Well, I mean, thanks. really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing a sequel. I am. I'm doing the next kind of like book series that Jeanette Oak uh, wrote years ago that I grew up reading. Yeah. Um, but it's been made into movies. Not So Wind Calls the Heart is like a TV series. Yeah. There's also a movie about it, but Love Comes Softly, it's like this whole family saga. So they made like five or six movies based wow. on these books. And so they're really popular popular too with a certain demographic like we were talking about and it's so you, Donya. <laughs> Donya, if you're listening this is what you want to go do <laughs> whoa whoa Donya's not Donya, old Donya's my sister yeah right. but she's and, not old I, all I saw all over strewn over her bed when she was a kid was yes. Janet Oak or Jeanette, or Jeanette, Jeanette, Oak. Jeanette yeah. Oak books, yeah. yeah. And I was reading those too. I mean, it's just like you know, it's ladies of a certain age. They know that th- this lady is an awesome writer. And so anyway, I'm right. I'm doing Love Comes Softly next summer. That's awesome. Next summer, so That's I'm working awesome. on that right now, and uh, it's going to be really good. It's it's uh, When Calls a Heart was like a rom com. Yep. Lots of fun, you know, lots of laughing. And uh, this one's going to be kind of similar. There's a little more of a tragic uh, story to it in the beginning. Just like so, guns? Is there going to be guns and blood? Uh, no, but oh. my next oh. my next musical <laughs> that I'm working on, I think we you're going to like it. We vote for guns and blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that one's going to be called Ring of Spies, and it's based on Washington's Ring of Spies. Ooh, on like the turn series, yes. Okay, right? we got to go, yeah. we gotta go oh. to that one. We're definitely going to that one. Boys. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. We loved yeah. those books growing up. It was, yeah. it was amazing. Oh, that's super oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Talmadge. Coolest story. Oh, all those guys. All those guys. And it's like America in in, in a little capsule. You know what I mean? Like all these different players that actually made a difference. And they're just everyday people like us. You know, we got to go to the Did you ever see the turn series? A few few of them. I didn't watch the whole thing. Susan really liked them. She got into it. And I liked them. I just, I don't have time to, I need like one half hour, like start middle and finish all in one like i don't have time to watch like a whole like series it is a long series yeah. yeah but um we nathan and i just had the amazing privilege of going to dc a couple weeks ago and bob McEwen, congressman yes, bob McEwen, yes and david barton gave us a tour of the capitol Sweet. oh that's I mean, the best tour. it's like holy wow. smokes yeah. talk about we made fox news yes we this did this is news and yeah. it should be reported here on jesus sex yeah. and politics yes. because we were in a group of 80 pastors that were caught Get this, worshiping God in the rotunda. Wow. Yeah, and it got picked up and put on Fox. Yeah, we, awesome. we were singing. Uh, you can't we, see our faces, but Micah and I were there. Yeah, yeah that's right. Probably yeah. leading the charge. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. It was, we were singing How Great Thou Art and then oh, uh, Amazing Grace. Yeah. It was in, it's in, great acoustics. Oh, my God. Right? It, was it was phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. It was really that's amazing. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. man. They're great tour guides. Yeah. I mean, they're the best. Yeah. Um, yeah without a doubt. So, okay, uh, as we wrap up here, Peyton. You've got a, uh, let's see, you, you go to Grace College right now, right? I do, yes. Okay, so did you say you were looking, like, are you, are, 
Did you? Where was Hillsdale? I was that one of the schools so, you were considering. I went to uh, Italy with Hillsdale College. That's right, Hillsdale, Study Michigan. Abroad, okay, yeah. so gotcha. Grace College in regards to Hillsdale is about an hour and a half south, maybe two hours. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it. it it's up north for sure. Well, I grew up in Hillsdale, and okay. so I remember you were looking at Hillsdale College, a great constitutionally minded, liberty loving school, and so I just didn't. I could. I thought you might still might still go there, but or have something right. to do with it. But I'm yeah. thinking about transferring out to Liberty University. Oh, nice. This fall, but we'll see about okay. that. Cool. But right now, Grace College is a great college. I'm getting a very good biblical education. Yeah, Grace College. Why? Why? It's that's, a, that's is, a Warsaw. Is Jacob mm-hmm. Calloway there? Uh no he's in uh, he's at Hope oh, up Hope in uh, oh, that's yeah. up in Michigan. Well, yeah. if, is there a love that's college? Because I got faith, Gra- hope, love, grace, grace, <laughs> grace <laughs> love, hope, there. faithfulness. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, and that makes actually that that is literally has nothing to do with our podcast. Why would you ask me that on our podcast? Because now I'm gonna have to go back in and edit that out. Nobody knows Jacob Calloway. They like, should. Jacob Calloway <laughs> is an excellent. This has nothing to do with why we're here today. It's uh, okay. Well. Uh, no, but uh, so Grace College and, and uh, Poli Sci, what's your major? Uh, no, actually. <laughs> You're not going into Poli Sci? No, okay. no, no. I'm actually a business administration major. Okay. And then uh, actually thinking about minoring in journalism. Okay, so, cool. Awesome. That works. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, hey, it's if, awesome. if uh, people want to check out more about uh, you and the Barnes, but also um, the Marlin and his potential you know, run, like, yeah. where can they go? Um, well, I'm sure the, if, uh, when the announcement happens, it'll be, uh, posted on Facebook, it'll be on a website and it's usually, um, you know, your name.com. I don't know the, the, the name of the website at this point, but if you want to go to the barns, it's the barns at Napanee.com. Okay. Um, and then you can also check out some of my music at musicbychristy.com, C-H-R-S-T-Y, which is awesome. spelled by, like the book. Cool. Um, yeah, Peyton. And if single ladies want to reach out to oh you, Peyton, where, where do they reach out? <laughs> where no, can they no, slide no. into your DMs? Uh, is that what? You can try to find me on Facebook, but, uh, yeah. but yeah. yeah. To make it a little bit more appealing for the barns, for the guys at least, we are serving uh, F1 Wagyu steak. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. We've done that too. Well some, uh, some We've done that too. That's yeah. fillets. Uh, we're working on some A5 Wagyu, so. Working on that. So okay. if you guys cool. come up and eat that, that'd be right. great. Cool. That's All awesome. right. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Christy guys. Stutzman, Peyton Stutzman, thank you for being Marlin's, Marlin's, not just Marlin's son, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys are awesome. Hey, uh, stay tuned. We got more for you coming up soon. and politics we are wrapping up here at the hamilton county lincoln day dinner the largest lincoln day in the state of indiana and nathan we've got the guy who made it all happen another returning guest yes to jesus sex and politics that's right the chairman mario masalamini mario dude you're awesome what a, what an amazing night tonight thanks for all you do uh how, how do you think it, it went you know, I think that uh, Congressman Jim Jordan just knocked it out of the park, yep. right? He talked about some of the things that have made Indiana and the United States great, and yep. that is conservative principles, family values. You know, we sometimes get confused on what has made this country the cornerstone and the light on the shiny, uh, you know, mountain that basically everyone wants to emulate. They might talk bad about us, but they want to be us. 
and it's the fun founding principles in this country. Yep. And Congressman Jim Jordan just did a phenomenal job. That's awesome. He 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 knocked it out of the park. I, I really appreciated yeah. him calling the other side crazy when he said, "Hey, this is crazy, and this is reasonable, right? And right. You 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 have a stark difference, and you have to say it in those terms because we are we're we're at the end of uh, of what is uh, of what's reasonable. It's just." It's weird and it's, it's normal up. versus crazy, and and it's and it's sin versus what's righteous, and it's good versus what's evil. Yeah. The the problem is the Democrats have gotten so smart because when we were younger, and I'm a little older than you, uh, they were using college to try and indoctrinate, indoctrinate us. However, they have become so intelligent. That's what I was talking up there. They're playing chess while we're playing checkers, yeah. right? While we fight the good fight, we sometimes forget that they have gotten into these schools and they are teaching kids at an early age in grade school when they don't know what they're doing. They don't understand their value system yet. These schools are using that as almost an indoctrination to try and convince them to be Democrats, to be liberal. And that's got to stop. Teach math, English, like, you know, social studies, science. You know, quit telling these little boys and girls, you know, that maybe it's okay to be transgender. Guess what, guys? I didn't like girls till like seventh, eighth grade because I was more focused on doing well in school and playing soccer. Yeah. Right? And so I don't want any of this stuff in the classroom. Right? As a conservative, we want to make sure that our kids are prepared for the next level. And I would hope that liberals would too. And, and just indoctrinating our kids while they're failing math scores, failing English scores, that's not helping them. Yeah, but Mario, the ends justify the means. And we can't wait until they're college kids in order to start indoctrinating them. we got to go after them <laughs> before they're five years old and try to convince them that they are neither male nor female, but whatever they want to be. I mean, that's, that, that, that's what their agenda is it's yeah. corruption from the beginning and they can't wait to corrupt mentalities they gotta they gotta do it right from preschool we're gonna have we're gonna have all day preschool and indoctrination camp and that's, <laughs> that's where we're going that's right I, I have seen the list of what you could identify as and i am so confused okay so i don't even understand how a five six seven eight year old has any idea what this list or these groupings are that you could be so let these kids just grow have fun like do well in math and english and yeah. be successful like what's wrong with the golden rule do yeah. unto others as you would want them to do unto you that was a perfect rule I'm, I'm not saying we have to look down upon any type of people but let's follow the golden rule and let let kids grow up to be who they are meant to be without trying to influence them at the earliest ages. Yeah, that's right. And it's taken, it's taken kids' childhood away. I saw this great, um, this, this great little reel, and it was by this mom talking to this little girl. and says, okay, this little girl's homeschooled. Honey, what is LGBTQ? I don't know. What's transgender? I don't know. You know? Uh, name four founding fathers. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, that's you know, cool. like that's uh, awesome. uh, read. Uh, tell me what this verse is. Boom, boom. You know. Yeah. And, and it was. It was. Hey, I. I feel like I have to protect my kid from this world because it's it's just gone nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, years ago, teachers 
and school administrators said parents aren't active enough in their classrooms, that parents need to take on a bigger role in educating our kids. What has happened that now teachers and then school administrators don't want parents to be involved in knowing what is going on in the school system? Yeah. It's been a total reversal. Yeah, that was a, that was the good thing that came out of COVID. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's just that it exposed. got parents' eyes back on what their kids are being taught. And the thing I love about How you, much Mario, wasted. Yeah, the thing I love about you is that you, as a party chairman, you've made no qualms about saying we're going back into these quote unquote nonpartisan races and we're taking back what the enemy has stolen. Most party chairs will say, "Well, it's we don't want to be too offensive. We don't want to be too. We don't want to ruffle the feathers too much. Of like it's nonpartisan, right? We'll stay out." No, you said no. I've seen right through this. This is how the left is doing it, and you've jumped in full, like both feet, and I mean head first. It's been awesome, and and I, I appreciate your boldness in that because a lot of party chairs are just, are just a little standoffish, and I hope. If you're a party chair in Indiana, you take a, a note from Mario and what he's doing at Hamilton County because it's working. You're growing the party. You're, it's good leadership, and uh, and 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 you're you're focusing on the next generation, and that's key right there. So no, thank you, Micah. What I realized uh, when I became county chairman is this: that these small races. There are people that want to get involved, but they don't know how to get involved. Yeah. They don't know how to raise money. They don't know how to message. And the left is great at labeling us, at calling us crazy, calling us racist, calling us sexist, calling us whateverist. But in these small little races, these Democrats and Democrat groups have been organizing, fundraising, messaging for their school board candidates, for their township boards. We need to do a better job of making sure that we can articulate our message, teaching these school board candidates how to raise money so they can get their message out. And I enjoy the fact that we are getting more people involved, active in their schools, because we need to be involved. If we don't, then we are letting the Democrats indoctrinate our kids at such yeah. an early age it's going to be too late we're going to lose generations yep. mario you you did not grow you you were not born in this country but how has you know bringing in a different worldview that that you got to see how's that made you to to be proud of what america is supposed to be well that's a great question because uh, i came here to this country when i was seven uh, I'm a, from Sri Lanka, and it's an island country underneath India. We're a minority within uh, Sri Lanka, and I'm also Catholic, which makes me almost a double minority. Uh, and the Sinhalese, who are Buddhists, who are supposed to be pacifists, uh, were killing off the uh, Tamil Catholics. And so we fled to this country. One of the greatest things about this country is no matter who you are, if you work hard and you have an opportunity to attain some level of success, that's called the American dream, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think that Americans forget how great this country is. And because they haven't maybe traveled uh, to other countries, they don't understand what we have and how important it is to fight for what we have. Because in Sri Lanka, if you want to wait for the government to take care of you, you're going to die. You know, the government always talks about how they will provide for you. Just like the liberals and the socialists are telling us here in America, we are going to help you. We're going to take care of you. Guess what? The best way for a person not to be hungry is to teach them how to fish, not mm -hmm. give them a fish. That's right. You guys are pastors. You know what that means. So that's the biggest problem is 
lot of times in America, we forget how great this country is and the principles that made it great. So coming from Sri Lanka, having had an opportunity to travel around the world, I have seen so many different countries, so many different governments, and I have seen the atrocities that our liberal media likes to sugarcoat. Yeah. That loves to sugarcoat. Talks about how great Canada is, right? Well, Canada is not great. You know, their medicine... Their, their medicine Canada was never great. No, no, they're, 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 they're not. They're Canada. You know? I mean, I, I'm sorry. You know? But they're Canada. You know, you, you look at some of these other European countries. Like, I've been to France. I've been to England. They're, 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 they have nice qualities, but by no means do they compare to the greatness of the American culture, the American dream, and America in general. Because when anything ever happens, like when Ukraine's being attacked by Russia, guess what? Everyone looks to America to lead. Yeah. And yeah. we're leaders. Yeah, that's right. I think it's a great note to end on because uh, you, a couple things that you get when you come to a Republican function. You get the Pledge of Allegiance. You get people talking about how great America is, like Mario's doing right here. And you get prayer. Oh, not, <laughs> just, are, not just prayer. Those, yeah. prayer in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah, Beth gave a great uh, invocation. Prayer in Jesus', in Jesus name. Yep. It's not small. Yeah, right. and so it's, and I, again, I appreciate what you're doing. If people want to find out more about how they could get involved in the Hamilton County Republican Party, where should they go? Google Hamilton County, Indiana Republican Party, because there is a Hamilton Ohio. County in Ohio. Yes. They're cool, but not as cool not as, as cool as us. There you even go. though, even though that's right around where Jim Jordan is from. Oh, listen, listen, Jim's pretty awesome. We, <laughs> we saw awesome. it. We saw it tonight. But, but we uh, are the cooler yeah. in Wood County. <laughs> that's you know, amazing, in Indiana. I Mario, love it, th- Mario. Thanks for coming back on. Yeah. Thank man. you for all your leadership yeah. and love uh, you guys. Appreciate yeah, all you yeah, guys. Yeah. Love you too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. All right, it's been Jesus, Sex, and Politics. We hope you had a great time at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day dinner, Nathan. The biggest in the state, and maybe even in the nation. That's was right. Where where was it? in the nation, Mario. It's pretty big, guys. It's pretty, it's pretty big. big. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Be sure to subscribe, like, and check us out. Send it to a liberal. <laughs>